and welcome back to another episode of Size Eyes. How's it going? Um, I'm doing well. I don't know if you're if you answered that question yourself, but or if you asked me. But regardless, I'm doing well. Um, last last episode, we kind of talked about the second to the last, the penultimate review uh, time period wise. So it was going within the Psi OS life operating system. We had the alignment zone pyramid, the alignment pyramid. And then within that we have the aspirations level, the highest level of the pyramid. And within that we have each of the yearly, each, each of the reviews sections. And within that we have the daily, which we went through, the weekly, monthly, and quarterly, which we in the last four episodes respectively have taken a deep dive into each of those and so finally obviously the next one after the quarterly is the yearly one and so this episode we'll be taking a look at the yearly review slash yearly planning page very windy right now so I'm not sure how how it's picking up on the mic let's see Regardless, I'm going to push through. Hopefully, I can continue picking it up. So, I kind of alluded to in the last one, but in the last episode, when I was planning to do quarterly and yearly at the same time, but then I realized how much more intensive and extensive this one was. And so, anyways, there was a. I paused that recording real quick because, uh, my roommates came out to the backyard. Um, but anyways, let's get back to maybe some major developments going on at this house. Might be a might see a for sale sign pretty soon, but let's see. Anyways, um, going back to the yearly review. Yeah, so deep diving into this. So I, I this is the only level that I have not done the review on with the actual template that I've built out. So I can only speak to what I have, what I did, you know, coming into 2021, which is kind of put together piece by piece and not a full template. And one of the actual, excuse me, action items that came out of it was to put together this yearly review template. So I put together the template that I've yet to use, obviously. So I can speak only to what I plan to do at the end of the year and what I put together coming into 2021 or what I did at the end of 2020. So those are the two things that I'll speak to. And then as the quarters progress, as the year progresses, I can, sp and as the year ends, I can speak more to what I've actually done in that yearly review process. So kind of the first step, I uh, just had the yearly story and the quarters relation field. Um, so the you know the story is just like the story, the quarterly ambition, the monthly theme, weekly focus, and the daily priorities. So the yearly story. What story am I telling myself? What story do I want to tell others? What story can others see that I'm executing on, that I'm writing and acting through in this year? And of course, a quarterly relation to roll up anything from the quarters that I want. 
And then, so this, that's what, those are the only two fields. Everything else is utilizing the page feature. So just building out the check boxes, um, building out each of the different tasks that I want to accomplish within this yearly review slash planning. And so the first step, first piece of that is opening the previous time capsule. So what I did was at the end of 2020, December 31st actually, or no, it was January 1st, that's what it was. January 1st, 2021, I wrote myself a letter. Um, I forgot obviously what it said in it, but um, I addressed it to myself to open in December 31st, 2021. So at the end of the year, I know where it is. Obviously, I haven't checked it since I've written it. But I've written a time capsule to myself, and I'll open it at the end of the year to see what I've accomplished, see what I thought I wanted to accomplish, what my goals were. I don't know. I'll have to, you know, check that in, you know, at the end of the year. So after that piece, I'll be going through feedback. So this is an additional piece that's not in the other sections in the other time periods of the quarterly, monthly, weekly, and daily. So this is feedback from coworkers, feedback from friends, feedback from family, people who know me better than anyone else. And all those people know different aspects of me. The coworkers, colleagues are gonna know the professional side of me and personal side, but more professional side, right? family is going to know more intimate um, potentially and uh, things that friends may not know and vice versa and so getting different perspectives from people who have different perspectives of me who I myself will be displaying different characteristics you know hopefully all aligned as the same person but different sides of me in a unified self so I get to see what other people think of me what, how they perceive me, what you know, good things I'm doing, what bad things I'm doing, areas for improvement, etc. And so the first in, the, in this feedback is to decide the questions to ask on the feedback form. Um, obviously to create it and to send the feedback form. Then to complete the feedback form myself. So I actually didn't do that this time, but I think I added that in the, in the template here that I want to complete the feedback for myself so that I can compare what I think, who I think I am versus who other th people think I am and who other people perceive me to be. And then finally, after I've given them a week or two, I'll review the feedback form responses, all anonymous. And so I'll, I'll review that and aggregate it, synthesize it, to see what general patterns there are, any characteristics that I need to be aware of that I want to be building into my planning. So that is the feedback section. Then after that, I have the retro section. So this is similar to the monthly and quarterly one, where I have the retros where I actually review the weekly retros, monthly, quarterly, and yearly retros. So I'm not sure if I'll review the weekly ones, but 
I think I may switch this around as I as I go on, but I may review the quarterly, the yearly one first, then the quarterly, and then the monthly and the weekly. Reverse the order here, um, just because I can see from the top down level what are the patterns, and then I can dig into each of the quarters or the months, and eventually the days that I have recognized that pattern, been aware of that pattern and see the exact you know, habit or the exact day or the exact event that triggered um, me to, to write that. And so I'll be reviewing each of those retros or each of those fields or improvements, et cetera, that I've um, been filling in throughout the days and the weeks. And then after reviewing those retros and the reviews, I have a list of questions that I did not answer myself coming into this year, but these are questions that August Bradley has on his public YouTube or you know public YouTube uh, uh, videos going through Notion, and so I in input these, um, and so I plan to answer these as I progress as I end the year. So I'll just read these off. What were the most meaningful and impactful elements from the past 12 months? What am I most deeply grateful for? What are the biggest challenges I overcame? How did I rise to those challenges? How did I change in the process? Who had the biggest positive impact in my life? What do I get excited discussing or thinking about? What are my biggest discoveries and learnings? How much of what I wanted to accomplish did I actually accomplish? How am I continuing to become the person I want to become? What physical spaces have I spent extensive time in this year? Where do good things usually happen? Where do problems arise? Who do I spend the most time with? With who do good things usually happen? With whom do problems arise? What empowers and fuels me? How do I want to impact people around me? How far do I want that reach to extend? What problems or obstacles kept repeatedly occurring? So these are just some of the questions that I saw in August, August's videos that resonated with me and I added to my own template. Of course, you can have these, whichever other ones that you resonate with and any other questions that you've been asking generally but have this more templatized so that you're intentionally bringing these questions up at a time that you want to be answering them and thinking about these. And then after those questions, I have my normal retro. So for actually my yearly, so when I actually did this in 20, at the end of 2020, I actually did nine retros. So, you know, if you were listening to prior episodes for monthly and quarterly, I just do one, right? It'll take about 45 minutes to an hour. At the end of last year, I did nine retros. And each of those ones I've built in to this, you know, as a template to this yearly, to actually all the monthly, quarterly, yearly ones. And I just, you know, cut out the ones, the eight ones that I don't do. And then just leave the one that I choose to do for that month or quarter, month or quarter. And so for this yearly one, I've yet to decide how many I actually want to do, but I have them all on here as well. So I can 
choose which ones and how many, etc. So I'll go through that retro process. And then in addition to that, similar to the quarterly one, I'll do a monologue retro where I just kind of do something like this, where I just start press record on my phone and just start talking, thinking about different things about the year in review or the any projects that I want to deep dive into, think about intentionally and diligently and assiduously for um, for this coming year or whatever time period. So last year, what I did for this one was I got in my car and drove around. I took the 485 loop once around the city of Charlotte. So that took about an hour, hour and a half, I think. Um, and then I drove around more. So I ended up coming out to about three hours that I just drove around Charlotte and Waxhaw and other surrounding areas and just talked to myself and got some insights. I recorded it, had got a transcript as well since I was driving and reviewed the transcript for any key takeaways that I wanted to implement or make action items or make as projects, etc. Then going along after this monologue retro, I reviewed my past vision board, which I didn't have, but I planned, obviously I have now, so at the end of the year I can review it. And then a couple other things that I did, and I may add to these along the year, throughout the year, but a couple of things that I did at the end of last year was I did a SWOT analysis and a wheel of life, or also known as like a radar chart or a spider chart. And so this SWOT analysis is not just four quadrants of you know strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, but it's a, it's a three by three with the top left empty. So you have eight boxes basically. You know, the two, the top row and the left side column are uh, strengths and weaknesses and opportunities and threats respectively. So you fill those in, but then in the the middle four, you know, the the middle, uh, what is it? You know, if we're doing ABC one two three, you know, ABC across the top one two three down the line, you know, boxes B two, B three, C two, C three, those boxes are I forgot what they were actually phrased as, um, but it's just when you're intersecting your strength with an opportunity. That's when you really need to lean into it, right? How can you take of this advantage of this opportunity and this time period at your location in your workplace? And since it overlaps with your strength, like lean into that. That's what you should be focusing a lot of your time on. If it's a strength and it's a threat, then, you know, work on it. It's like, you know, you should lean into that as well, but just know that it is you know, a market threat or an industry threat or, you know, a personal threat, whatever that is. Not like a personal, personal threat, but, you know, you know what I mean. And then same thing with weaknesses and opportunities and threats. And so where the weaknesses and threats overlap, like, do you need to lean on someone for help there? Do you need to reach out to any outside resources, any family or friends or you know, therapist or, or whatnot? Do you need to um, uh, build in a project plan that'll address this? So, so each of these, so I, what I liked about this is there were specific action items or specific intersections and 
areas that overlap when you have this Venn diagram-ish type of feel, but with each of these four uh, combinations of the strength and weakness with the opportunity and threat overlaid on one another. So I found that very helpful. And so the point of that is I was going to review the past year's one that I did for the first time, and I was going to create a new one. And then for the Wheel of Life slash radar chart slash spider chart, whatever you want to name it, um, these are areas of my life like, um, you know, let's say I have, I think, like 10 or 15 in there right now. I'm not looking at it, but one could be, you know, communication. One could be my physical health. One could be, um, you know, meditation. One could be family relations, anything like that. So I rated myself 1 to 10 how I thought I was at the you know, beginning of the year for each of those sections. And then I finally, and then, you know, those will trickle down into different affirmations or different projects or action items that I want to be improving that. So like, let's say communication so that I have five or six right now. You know, it's an affirmation that I have. It's something in my six-time book that I'm intentionally working on. So that's how the things in that wheel of life trickle down into the areas of activities. And so I'll review the past one and then I'll create the new one and see how I've hopefully improved upon at least some of those, if not all of those, and continue to work on them. And hopefully over the course of time, I can see how I've been growing in each of the specific areas and not just, oh, I'm a better person. So I want to be very deliberate there. Then, so that was all the past you know, that was all word, that's, that was all backward looking. Now all forward looking things. So that is, um, so creating the new vision board, pretty straightforward. And then another list of questions that I took from August. So again, these are ones that resonated with me. You can check out his videos or find other questions online that resonate with you. One is, what new and unfamiliar activities and experiences will I undertake this year? I'm just going to keep going. What am I absolutely going to make happen this year? What is standing between me and those outcomes? How can I change the equation or influence those obstacles in my favor? What specific actions can I take to remove those obstacles this month, then the month after that? What behaviors are repeatedly causing negative outcomes? How am I going to advance my learning and discovery this year? Who can help me become the person I want to become? So these are just some of the questions that can help you guide who you want to be, what you want to do, how you want to learn, etc. And then we have kind of the levels of the alignment zone pyramid. So the aspirations, affirmations, and actions. So I'll be reviewing, refining, and updating the purpose, mission, and values, which our life purpose, mission, and unconditional values for me. So I'll be taking, and this is obviously the time to be reviewing those, to, sorry, to be updating those, reviewing and updating those. You know, the daily, weekly, even monthly, you shouldn't be really updating these. Quarterly, perhaps, but 
definitely yearly you should be taking a close look at this. And then viewing the affirmations, so how you want to change those. So that's done on a quarterly level as well for me. And so um, I'm, uh, you know, this is, you know, the end of Q4, right? So doing that as well in this yearly review. And then similar to that, uh, refining the up habits and practices that I want to be doing. So maybe I've read um, some different books or listened to some podcasts or taken some courses on different habits and practices that are there. Like let's say Robin Sharma course that I'm doing right now online. There's some cool things that I want to incorporate into my schedule, into my habits and practices and routines, but I don't want to mess up my flow right now. I don't want to be doing too much. So I'll track them in the habits and practices. I'll make them inactive. And then during the quarterly or yearly section, I can, you know, that's the time to be reviewing those, to be adding them from changing them from status of inactive to active. How do I want to be implementing that in my life? And then I'll be going into the projects. So I'll be filling in the project overview. So this one, projects I'll also be taking a deep dive on, um, you know, in a later episode. So I'll be filling in the project template page that I have built out. And then viewing the projects, finalizing those projects from a high level, and then taking a deep look and fill, actually filling out each of the project plan and action items and all the different functions of that. And then I'll be reviewing that, seeing, you know, doing something similar in the, what I've done for the quarterly ones and adjusting timelines, adjusting tasks, adjusting, you know, time boxes for each of those, etc. And I'll finalize that quarterly view. So I have clarity and purpose for that next year, uh, but definitely the next quarter. And then finally is the last item, kind of full circle here. There's a first item within this page, and it's the last item of writing the time capsule. So I've done all this. I've already set myself up, hopefully, for success for the, for the year. I've determined who I want to be, the vision board, where I stand right now with the, the SWOT analysis and the, life, the wheel of life, tools to help guide who I want to become, set the affirmations I've done, I've created the projects, all that stuff. So I'm finally aligned on who I want to be this year. So then I write out the time capsule and hopefully I can read that in a year and see, yes, I accomplished everything that I set out to or, you know, I accomplished X percent, but I can see growth over time. And so, you know, it's also cool to see how you approach things at certain points in your life and doing this time capsule is definitely a, a reflective, introspective way to do that. And so that is my yearly review process as it stands right now. Hopefully and um, probably it'll be subject to change as I continue improving upon this process. But that's where it stands right now. And um, I hope you gain some insight into how I'm approaching, how I approach this year. And how... So that, that actually, yeah, so that actually concludes the, all the review process and that actually concludes the, the aspirations section within my, asp the aspirations section within my alignment zone pyramid. 
And so hopefully that was helpful in seeing the life purpose, mission, and values that I have, how I build out my t vision board, how I have a purpose by each of the time periods, and then each of the reviews, how they roll up, how I can see on a daily basis, how I can track on a daily basis and see the results of the tracking on larger scales of weeks, months, quarters, and years. So hopefully that was insightful into all of that. And this is just one section. So that was a very deep dive overall right there, but I'm going to continue being very granular. You know, it's word of the day, word of the episodes, word of the series here, being very granular. So hopefully you'll stick with me and as I continue going on, through my life operating system of SciOS. So thanks for listening to another episode of Size Eyes. I'll see you when I see you.